0: Choose your fighter. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Fiber
1: Coven. We're a podcast about knitting and witchy. Oh, I said Twice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're a podcast about knitting and witchy things. And we're friends who giggle too much. Yes, that too.
0: Welcome. We're so glad you're here to spend some time with us again this week. Or if you're new, welcome as well hooray hooray so we only have a little bit of news this week to start off with and that's that we have a knit along tell us all about it emily we do it's the wicked enchantress
1: along you can knit what i'm wearing to enter it (gasps) this is the wicked enchantress pattern it is
0: a cowl
1: it's a cowl yes but it looks like a
0: shawl it's a sneaky cowl Uh, It's a bandana style one.
1: Yes, it's a heart-shaped shawl construction in the beginning and then you join it in the round to make it a cowl. It sits really nice on your neck like this and it is a super quick knit. It's worsted weights. You could pop it out in a weekend for sure Uh, and you can enter to win prizes. I have stitch markers from Woolen Forest. I have tea. I have all sorts of fun things for prizes and uh, you just need to Knit either Wicked Enchantress or its sister pattern, Foul Temptress, from now to the end of the year. And you can turn it in by posting your FO in the Ravelry thread, which we will link in the show notes, or by using the hashtag, hashtag Wicked Enchantress along on Instagram. So there's two different ways that you can enter to win prizes and have fun knitting super fun, satisfying, quick projects. Hooray. Hooray. And then our other little bit of news is that it is December, which means that it is Vlogmas. Woohoo. Yes. Uh, So I realized that this is my fourth year of doing Vlogmas. So you do a daily vlog leading up to the holidays and uh, you just kind of, it's just kind of like what I do in my daily life. Uh, The one I posted today uh, was December 2nd and it's, Chronicles taking the chickens outside into their coop, which is fun if you enjoy watching videos of chickens doing silly chicken things. Uh, So you can find that on my Kitty with a Cupcake YouTube channel, which we will link in the show notes. And yeah, I'll be doing that
0: for the rest of December. Woo! Yay! So much extra content! Which makes up for the fact that neither of us finished anything this week.
1: What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've been busy. I've been getting back on the horse, so to speak, with the dying, It's just been keeping me fairly busy. And you've got a lot of commissions going on. So there wasn't a ton of knitting that happened. Well, I guess there was a ton of knitting for you, but just not knitting you can talk about. That one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But on to things that we are making. You said you cast something new on? I did. So if you remember last week I finished a pair of socks, which means I do remember I have a new pair of socks.
1: These Ooh.
0: are socks. Oh, wow, that's really pooling interestingly.
1: Yeah, it's how it's supposed to. Uh there are a couple it actually looks different on the other side too. So this side it's mm-hmm. uh it's like four stripes vertically for a few rows and this there's a light blue and a dark blue and then
0: there's dark blue and gray on this side it's funky it is funky so it's just basically some like watery grays and blues mm-hmm. yeah this, and is, this that is the regia
1: regia that i got on clearance
0: Mm-hmm. my little familiar here is purring very loud he's providing sound effects sound effects from the boy yep so- oh so loud <laughs> i know i put the microphone up to him little kitty asmr for you in this podcast He's a big help
1: they're really uh, cute you made
0: good progress on those socks
1: thank you yes so this was uh during the episode of the mandalorian yeah nice uh that's why these exist because my other knitting projects are i can't i can't watch
0: the mandalorian and work on them because it's I really must, good I you must. gotta watch mando stomp in faces with mm-hmm. your full attention exactly uh, but yeah, these are 72
1: stitch around sock uh, with the intention of being for my father. I probably won't get them done in time for Christmas just with all the commission stuff I'm doing, but it's okay. Christmas will come around next year. It's true. It's true. Uh, so yeah, they're just a vanilla sock. Nice.
0: I can show you my socks. I'm working on some for my partner. They're they're festive-ish, but they're the uh, West Yorkshire Spinners uh, Fairy Lights colorway, which is Cute. small stripes of green with little mixed stripes of pink and white and red and blue. They're very cheerful. I also have been knitting on these. These are my vanilla project for when I'm watching The Mandalorian, although I'm just in season one. Um, but you can see from my little my little Yoda stitch marker here, just says may the force be with you and it's got a little yoda on it i got this from haverland's uh star wars mystery club kits that she used to do cute. Oh, i love it but anyways this little west yorkshire spinner sock for my partner Can i do that when i'm watching mando stomping faces yes. and baby yoga make makes cute little gurgling noises they're nice i've, like I've been them. enjoying it we're both it seems we are both working on some commercial sock yarn socks
1: yeah, I don't know. I, ha- I had an itch to do some commercial mm-hmm. socks. Yeah. I was feeling it.
0: But the other thing I'm working on still is the bralette you've been hearing about for weeks, but I've made progress, and I promise that by next week I will have finished it. So I started realizing that I am definitely playing yarn chicken. This is Ooh. how much I have left. It's about the size of a golf ball, mm-hmm. and apparently had some dog hair on it. But I finished one cup okay. of the bralette. This is the Ripple Bralette by Jessie Maya Designs, who's a wonderful designer, and I've thoroughly enjoyed both the process and the product of everything I've knit from her. And so I have finished one cup of the bralette, and I'm working on the second. I feel I like you'll
1: definitely be able to
0: get through the cup at least. hmm Yeah, I'm not worried about getting through the cup Um, but I don't think I'll have enough for the straps and I have to ask my friend whether she wants cross back straps or just straight straps, but I'm thinking of using this little neon pink hedgehog fibers for the straps. I approve. That would be cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the main color is kind of these like, um, kind of seaweedy greens and pops of blue and hot pinky and pinky purple. So I think the hot pink will really pull that out for some nice contrast straps, but I'm fr- I'm I'm excited. I've spent a lot of time staring at my friend's boobs on Instagram. <laughs> I hope this fits. I'll just like go look at her Instagram and like zoom in on her boobs like a creeper. <laughs> but I'm doing it for wholesome reasons. <laughs> but it's it's so funny because. All of the the Ripple crop top and the Ripple bralette, they look so silly when they're on the needles because it's ribbing, it shrinks up. This looks very small, this looks very narrow, but when you actually put it on something resembling a human, it looks like it will will fit a little better. Nice. So that's how that's coming along and I make the solemn promise to you, Emily and the internet, next week I will have a finished bralette for my friend. It's quite the promise. I mean, I'm I on promise the second of two cups. I will have nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's all I've made this week. Is that all you've been working on that you can talk about too? Yes, indeed. Did you acquire anything this week? I did.
1: Yeah. So uh, I have a yarn advent calendar from Ooh. Earl Grey Fiber Co. And I got the Alice in Wonderland themed one. And mm-hmm. I thought I would show the minis that I've gotten so far. Please do. So I really like just doing little labels and it has the name of the yarn Mm -hmm. on the label, which I've never had in an advent calendar before. It's always just been like, here's a mini skein. But I like knowing like what the inspiration is, especially because it's like a themed calendar. Mm -hmm. So this first one is purple tonal, like lavender total with black and red speckles. And it actually really looks like the Artemis yarn you did for the... Mm the moon. Couch. I see that. Uh, and it's called Cheshire Cat.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: the second one is a really pale green with speckles mm-hmm. called the Caucus Race. And then today I got this orangey kind of pinky one Ooh. that's called Bread nice. and Butterfly. And they look nice. nice together. They do look very nice together. I feel like they're going to be like very Victorian pastels and I am liking it. Very nice. So yeah, those are cute, cute little mini skeins.
0: Hooray. I kind of acquired one thing this week. I dyed myself up some fiber. I had this really wild skein that, or not skein, fiber braid that I'm working on spinning. And it's like neons and blacks. And you had the idea of pairing it with, just plying it with a plain black. So I just dyed up actually. It turned out a little more charcoal gray. I like it. But I think it'll be fine. So I dyed up my um, sock top roving, which is a superwash merino and bamboo and nylon blend. And it turned out this really like nice I charcoal gray. guess that's
1: what it was because of the streaks of uh, the different fibers that take the dye differently.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it'll just add some nice like texture and stuff to the finished project. So it's cool. a very unexciting braid of charcoal gray fiber for the time being it's gonna be cool yarn though it's gonna be so boring to spin
1: it is gonna be so boring to spin i'm sorry go fast
0: i know i have an e e-spinner it does go pretty fast Mm -hmm. what can you do but i think it'll make the colors in the original um, pop it's gonna be a really interesting blend of fibers because the neon and black one that this is gonna be paired with is shetland which is kind of lofty Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Then there's going to be this, which is going to be less lofty. Mm-hmm. We shall see. It'll be fun. Experiments in dying. and dyeing. It will. Spinning and such. Yay. Did you get anything else this week?
1: I did. So my mom had texted me that Rifle Paper Company was having their uh, annual Black Friday, whatever, mm-hmm. sales thing. And she was like, pick stuff. So I picked some stuff. And she sent it to me as like early Christmas thing. Uh, nice. So I got this cute scrunchie.
0: Ooh, oh, it's got a little bow. It's got it a looks little
1: like bow. It looks really cute in my hair because it has a little bow.
0: Mhm. So it looks like a dark black or navy background it's and with neat. little flowers on it. Yep,
1: with the mm-hmm. little like Rifle Paper Company painted flowers. Um, mm-hmm. So that's cute. And then I also. I've never seen
0: a scrunchie with a bow before.
1: I know. I was excited about the bow. I'm excited for when I can have a side pony. My hair isn't quite long enough to do the full side pony yet because, like, the one side falls out. Then they also just came out with Rifle Paper Company Apple Watch bands. Oh, nice. And my old Apple Watch band is actually sitting on my desk here because I thought I should keep it for a few days just to make sure that I like this one.
0: But. Mm-hmm.
1: It's disgusting.
0: Oh, I see that. It looks a little (laughs)
1: loved. It's disgusting. I mean, I've worn it for like three and a half or four years, so Mm -hmm. it's disgusting. Uh, It also doesn't have as much sizability as my uh, new Mm -hmm. one does, and it's like woven nylon, so it just like gets kind of dirty. But this Rifle Paper Company one is silicone, and it's a really soft silicone, so it's actually like really comfy. But it will get less dirty because it's silicone, mm-hmm. and it has a black background with the painted, uh, like blue flowers and like some berries.
0: But these flowers are bigger than the flowers on your head in your scrunchie.
1: Yeah, they're chunkier flowers.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it's so more flower it, prominent. I think it's cute. I think it's cute too. Rifle's always nice. I love yeah. their aesthetic.
1: I do too, and then the main reason why my mom messaged me is because I do get a rifle paper company calendar every year, so Ooh. I got Wild Garden this year, mm-hmm. um, which has just different wildflower like wreaths around Mm -hmm. the different days. And I like these calendars that they do that are just the numbers and not like Mm -hmm. boxes to write in because I hang it right above my desk. And then I I do a lot of like scheduling things in advance with dates for work. So then I can Mm -hmm. just glance up and see like, oh, the second is a Tuesday or whatever, Um, Mm -hmm. which is very useful to me. And it's pretty above my desk. so. I got that. This year I had a mini calendar. I'm going to have to rearrange the stuff on my wall because this year I had a mini calendar uh, that was coffee and tea themed.
0: Nice. Yeah. Can we talk about a cult corner now? Yeah. I'm really excited. So Emily had the great idea to talk about like Uh, basically solstice traditions throughout the month of December as we get closer to the winter solstice, which is the 21st of December. I thought we could be festive. We could be festive and talk about all sorts of solstice traditions, things that are pretending that they're Christian traditions, but they are not. And Emily decided that we're going to talk about Yule Logs today. Yay, Yule Logs! Take it away, Emily, let's start hearing what you have to say on Yule Logs.
1: I'll go over the basic history of Yule Logs, which is they are of uh, Germanic pagan origin, uh, and they go, like, way back before uh, Christianization of Europe. And basically log is, like, kind of not enough to describe what it was. It was really, you cut down a whole tree, <laughs> like, a whole a tree trunk. <laughs> and when people had, like, massive, big open hearths that they, like, cooked everything in and heated their house in, they would burn the Yule log for uh 12 days leading up to the solstice. And nice. And it was supposed to be, like, I mean, it's it's just like a time of feasting, and it's like kind of general solstice traditions where it's like it's the coldest time of the year. Let's like eat a bunch of stuff and be excited about uh, the sun coming back after the solstice is over. Mm-hmm. So you light the Yule log, and you got to
0: watch the Yule log carefully so it doesn't burn down your house. And there were you still have to do that if you have a wood burning stove when you put a big chunk in. Yeah. You still going to uh,
1: touch it. <laughs> There's also, like, assorted, like, very, like, uh, regional and, like, family-based uh, different, like, divining methods with mm-hmm. the Yule Log. Like, oh, if the sparks come out this way, then it means this and all that kind of stuff. It's generally accepted that it is bad luck if the Yule Log goes out. You don't want the Yule Log to go out. mm mm-hmm. um, seemed like that was a pretty common one. And then after you're done burning the Yule log on the solstice, you're supposed to put the rest of the log, the ashes, underneath your bed for the year, which is going to prevent lightning and ironically fires. hmm <laughs> the, the preventing of fires was amusing to me
0: <laughs> I know I was uh sharing these things as I was looking them up yesterday I was sharing them with my spouse who is a wildland firefighter and um it's his greatest fear that uh since he is a firefighter his house will burn down and the city firefighters will come to his house and make fun of him mm-hmm. that is his fear about our house burning down <laughs> is the divide between forest firefighters and city firefighters he doesn't he doesn't want to get embarrassed probably
1: like a point of pride among firefighters too that your house doesn't burn down house
0: to burn down (laughs) for sure but uh my partner christian he was very interested in participating in the yule log tradition um and interested in like the how it relates to pre- the, a ritual around preventing your house from burning down. And we have, um, we have a little outdoor hobo fire pit. Uh, I say that because it's a metal barrel that we burn things in sometimes. <laughs> and so I think we're going to do a Yule log this year. That's I stiff. saw, I saw one thing uh, about the traditions of the Yule log is you're not supposed to buy it. Yes, it's supposed to I come from too. your land. Uh, it can
1: also be a, or, gift. a or gift. A gift is acceptable. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's bad luck to buy a Yule log. You got to get that from your own trees.
0: It's beginning. not going to be a problem for us because the whole lot next to our house is full of trees that my partner has killed.
1: Yeah. I have a Witch's Book of Altars and Sacred Spaces by Anju Kiernan. And it has like different little altar and ritual setups to do for different seasons and there's a yule log one and they have like kind of a modern modified yule log if you don't have like a wood-burning fireplace which is to get a Mm -hmm. log and then like make holes in the log and place candles in the log as like a centerpiece Mm -hmm. thing instead of like burning a log if you can't do that we're gonna
0: burn a log yeah go for it burn a log (laughs) drink ale and tell tales yeah i'm looking forward to that So when, okay, I don't think I can get through this without laughing. So when I, when I was researching Yule log traditions, uh, one that caught my eye was a Spanish slash Catalonian tradition. Yeah. And it's called the Tio de Nadal, which is basically the Christmas, Christmas log. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. (laughs) So it's like you would expect. It's just a regular log about a foot in length and it's kind of propped up there's little legs on one side to prop it up on the propped up side they do a little face he wears a little hat it's (laughs) a personified log (laughs) it's a personified log and um you put a little blanket over his back end the part that's leaning down over the table and his little face pokes out of the blanket up on the little legs wearing his little hat and all through like the set number of days before christmas um you're supposed to like feed it little like nuts and raisins and make sure it's tucked in warm in the blanket. <laughs> so you do that for a couple weeks. There's there's definitely I'm sure there's some like uh, Catholic tradition of the number of days and when you're supposed to start it in relation to the 25th. But for like the time of a few weeks before Christmas, you like keep it warm, keep it fed, and then <laughs> on Christmas day, they t- they take sticks. And they beat the log and they sing this song and they go, <laughs> and they're like, the song I've I've heard it, and I don't I don't speak catalan, but I do speak Spanish and I they're close enough where I could say that it's very true. And they they gently start hitting the log and they sing this song and it's like, poop log, poop us out some treats, poop us out some turon, which is a very lovely Spanish treat. I highly recommend you try it. And they're just like hitting the log with a stick asking it to poop out like little sweet treats and small presents and like snacks for the family and then the song like picks up <laughs> the song picks up in like tempo and they start like every time they're like crap log poop, poop! and they start aggressively beating this log with this. And then, like, magically the parents reach under the little blanket and pull out turon and dried fruits and small presents for the family to share.
1: That's a weird one.
0: Can you imagine being a family and gathering around a log and beating it with sticks and telling it to poop you out treats? That's and awesome. Like, they literally, they use the verb cagar, which like I translated as crap here because we're not supposed to swear, but it's like, it's, it's, cagar is not a verb a doctor would use. Mm-hmm. It's definite. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love the Spanish so much. <laughs> you are such creative and ridiculous people. I just. Did they burn <laughs> the log at all or they just, they just beat it? No, you do, they just beat it until it poops out treats for them. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that's just like, and it's just like it's called the Tio Neda Dal, and it's just the song Caga Tío, Caga Tio, and they're just tick. <laughs> and this is like a beloved family tradition in northeastern Spain. Okay. Sweet. And it is their version <laughs> of the Yule log. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wonder who started that. Probably some very drunk Spaniards because in in Catalonia they make truly wonderful wines and that is the region in Spain where weed is most legal. Mm. It's still not legal legal but like you can go into any like smoking club. You can if you live in in that region you can just buy membership to a smoking club and go in there and do what you will. Cool but uh Spaniards, especially those in, in the Barcelona region, they like to party. I can't imagine a sober person thought of painting a face on a log and I'll beating wait. it with a stick <laughs> until it pooped out delicious Turan. <laughs>
1: uh, well, that's that's great. I, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, like alternative Yule log thing I looked up was the Bouche de Noël, which mm. is a cake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh it's a French cake. Uh it's very very popular still in France. Uh we mm-hmm. ha- we have them a little bit like we know what it is, but it's it's like pretty ubiquitous in France around the holidays. And mm-hmm. uh I was looking up that they thought that that originated from uh the regular basic eulog that you like Set fire to a log in your huge fireplace, mm-hmm. but people had less and less huge fireplaces as time went on. But they had ovens, so they made a cake log instead.
0: That's a, a nice blending of the traditions. Mm-hmm. Yep, because it still involves the place in your house where fire lives.
1: Yes, yes, it still involves the hot thing, and then you get to eat a uh, yummy cake, and they're often chocolate or like kind of spiced gingerbread flavored,
0: and mm-hmm.
1: uh, it's like a Swiss roll kind of cake where Mm -hmm.
0: it's like a a jelly roll cake. cake. Mm -hmm. They're a pain to make. I've made them before. Yeah. Yeah. That's,
1: it's a common theme on Great British Bake Off, the rolling of the cake being a huge pain in the butt.
0: (laughs) It's a little challenging. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And in France, they, of course, uh, the frosting is like frosted, like real bark and like they'll make like little marshmallow uh, mushrooms and other cute decorations Mm -hmm. to put on them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to try and bake a Yule log this year for solstice. I'm, I'm more likely to try and bake a Yule log than I am to set fire to an actual log. Probably, we don't have a fireplace, but you we could do have always, a fire pit. We
0: have a makeshift mm-hmm. apocalypse fire pit. You could always start nourishing a little anthropomorphic log of your own in order I to could. beat the treats out of its butt mm-hmm. on solstice. I could just do that and not tell Chad what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like why does she have this log baby (laughs) what's happening
0: you must keep it warm so that it poops out candies (laughs) oh that's great thank you for a truly wonderful prompt this week emily it created so much mirth for me and (laughs) there's a joy (laughs) Oh, and I'm excited for the rest of the month to dig into all sorts of other, like, Yule and Solstice traditions. There's so many of them. There's so many. They're all so similar. I love it. People. We're so the same. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Did we have anything else this week, or is that about it? I think that's about it. Sweet. Well, thanks again for hanging out with us, Kevin. It is a pleasure having you with us. As always, to wrap things up, I'm Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers, and you can buy my yarn at the uh, Valkyrie Fibers Tahoe on Etsy, and you can see what I'm up to on Instagram at Valkyrie underscore fibers.
1: Nice. And I am Emily of Kitty with a Cupcake. You can find me on Instagram as Kitty with a Cupcake. You can find me on Ravelry as Kitty with a Cupcake. If you go to my Instagram, I have a link tree that has handy-dandy links to my YouTube for Logmas, which I mentioned earlier. It also has links to my Ravelry and Payhip stores where you can buy my patterns. And yeah, we together are the Fiber Coven. You can find show notes for the episode on fibercoven.com. You can follow us as the podcast on Instagram as at FiberCoven. And you can join our Patreon where you can get sweet bonus content uh, as well as video versions of the podcast and all sorts of fun things. Blog posts. Lauren has a really good blog post up this week about uh making dryer balls out of old wool socks.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of good stuff going on there and our Discord group is full of so many cool witchy people. We love all of them. Yes. And if you like us, please do us a do us a solid and uh, give us a good review. We would very much appreciate that. It'll help us get the word out and find more find more fellow witches out in this world. Mhm. Yeah, so thanks again, Coven. and until next week. Keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye. Bye.